Episode 7. Episode 7. Welcome back, Mark Through listeners. We are here bringing you the introduction for Episode 7, our follow-up to College Nationals. Wrapping up the weekend, covering all the excitement that happened um, down in Florida. Cheer Twitter was going crazy. It It was an exciting weekend overall. We're pumped to talk about it. We're pumped for you guys to listen. So thank you guys for subscribing. This episode's sponsor is Dangerous Cheer, your one-stop shop for cheerleading gifts and apparel. They made us these sweet tees. You can get your mark through official merch uh, over on DangerousCheer.com. They're doing a giveaway with our photo contest on Instagram right now and on Twitter. So make sure you guys check out Dangerous Cheer. Appreciate you guys sponsoring episode seven. Music song. You ready for this? Who live is us? Who lit is this? Who real is us? We too legit. We are M A R K T A R U. Mark through podcast. Listen and learn. Watch and observe. Challenging us. They got some nerve. We great. You mad? Don't hate. Get to it. Don't wait. We do not hesitate. We doing what it takes. What we do? Mark through. There's too much happened this weekend. I I can't. Too much happened. Cheerleading's superb owl. I can't say the real thing. Yeah. Thanks, NFL. To me, it's the biggest weekend in cheerleading. You can throw yes. out NCAA Dallas. You can throw in Daytona. You can throw in ICU. You can throw in Worlds, Summit. This is the event that most people care about. This I think is, it is the most prestigious cheerleading competition. This is here. this event is the one of the event one of the very few events that regular people care about. Yes. Non-cheer people. They recognize the brands that are these colleges that Mm -hmm. these kids and teams represent. Yeah. Kentucky, Alabama, LSU, brands that you see on ESPN literally every day. Right. And so people are like, oh, we can watch more of these teams battling it out. People just grab onto that. Yeah. Because it's college sports. It's college sports. That's exactly it. That's what it is. And that's what draws everybody in. I don't know. I feel like people don't know cheerleading can watch college nationals, and it's like, I don't even care what they look like. I think they look great. Yeah. Non-cheer people, at least. Yeah, and that's the really the big difference, and I mean, we talked about it in the last episode. You know, we don't see the teams that often, and so because these teams don't have to, you know, hit at 10 competitions, five competitions right. in the year, they're they're working up to it. So they, they're truly aiming for perfection, and once you go out there, you have to hit. And mm-hmm. so I think at... College national, obviously on Sunday was a different story. You typically see a lot more success mm-hmm. in performances, perfection in performances. That was not the case. We should Sunday, stereotypically, the college event definitely has more perfection, which makes it so the average person, yeah. in my opinion, can see it and understand that is good. Yeah, I agree. Um, playing off the, the mark through pun of the name, um, uh, we're gonna do a, a one three five seven. Okay. Um, so Lauren's gonna start us off. So this is just our one three five seven quick run through of thoughts of the college nationals weekend. One. Okay. So the finals venue for the traditional routine is in the varsity arena, in front of a giant screen on top of a stage, and no castle. There's no castle, and I I don't understand because we build the castle in HP Fieldhouse for nationals. Why can't we just take it over, or why can't we build another one? Like to me, that venue's just dark. 
It is very dark. So like anybody that wears navy, black, yeah. a dark color, really you hard disappear. to see. You disappear. So, don't wear that if you're one of those teams. Yeah, I don't love that. And like when you get to college nationals or even at high school nationals, um, the goal is to run through the castle with your teammates. At least typically that's what it's been for the last... Forever. Mm, not forever. Maybe the last 10, 12 years. Yeah. And yeah. so at UCA College Nationals, oh, you're so right. We haven't always had the castle. Yeah, because my first it. year, it was those like sh sheets that looked like columns and then there were the giant logos mm -hmm. and in the past it's just been typically a sign yeah and just sheets and it says college championship or you know whatever there's all those old clips online but that that's part of what I think a lot of people were miffed at about GR on Netflix is mm -hmm. people were really drawn to the idea of the college championship is in Daytona mm -hmm. oh it's in Florida especially UCA people mm -hmm. who you know who that like we're talking about this event is a big event yeah. no denying that I think it's the but most prestigious in terms of iconic performance mm -hmm. Daytona wins every time on that band show you're on the beach they took away the castle yeah and the I castle think was there I think they need to recreate that because right now in finals on Sunday night they run up a ramp on the side yeah, to get onto ramps. a stage and then like they get set up and go I remember walking through the castle in 2011 woof and looking out and like seeing people like I saw you I saw our coaches and I just saw like the de like our she dance team yes she I did see me. you but it was just nice because you looked out and you could see your support yeah. and because there was like a little bit of big. lighting right the there house is open bring back the castle bring back the castle that's all bring I'm asking back. so what's your three so my uh, three is I guess the only comment I'm going to make about the supposed controversy of D1 All-Girl with where Sacred Heart hit first-time national champions. West Georgia threw the hardest routine that really has ever been thrown for an All-Girl team ever, Very especially college. Very difficult. But they did not win because you can't miss your bunnies. Ah, will you explain what bunnies are, Mr. Kansas Basketball? So Bill Self, I'm going to have to find this clip. Bill Self has been on record same time, time after time, you can't miss your bunnies. Yes. Coaches of all sports, of all types, say that about all types of activities. You can't miss your ground balls. Right. You can't miss your pop flies. Yep. You know, you can't miss your layups. So that's something that Bill Self is. You can't miss your bunnies. You can't miss your layups. Those are your easy shots. It'll cost you the game. It will cost you the game if you're missing those. Whatever it was... Can't miss your bunnies. And in this case, in this unfortunate case, West Georgia dropped a shoulder sit to the ground. They did. Unfortunately, they did. And it kind of dropped bad. But you know, I watched that and I've watched it over and over again, like of what happened, what happened. I don't even think those two girls know what happened. Like, I, it looked like such a freak accident. Mm -hmm. You know these girls can do shoulder sits. 1,000%. <laughs> but you could just tell that it was just one of those things that... Um, looked like mistiming. Went rogue, and unfortunately, it cost them a national championship, which is crazy. Yeah. That is devastating. And yeah. I, feel, I feel bad for them. Like, happy for Sacred Heart. Congratulations. But I do feel bad for University of West Georgia because their routine was insane. But yeah, you, you can't miss your bunnies um, because there's nobody wants to have a national champion routine that wasn't perfect. Yeah, I think UCA just wanted to make a stand on, we are not hit. going to let you win unless you hit. Got to hit.
Um, back to you, your five. My five is Chip for mascots. Chip from the University ooh, 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 ooh. of Colorado won mascot. Yes. So bring go it, Chip, bringing it, it back home. to the Rocky Mountains. Love a good mascot. Go Buffs. Go Buffs. Let's go. <laughs> so that was that was my five. What is your seven? My seven is that Taylor Easton <laughs> is the bravest person I know. Taylor, I don't know how you agreed to that, but you're so brave. She ate so many Mickey ears she and ate, so many flavors. I, it, I'm, I'm pretty sure they tried to get, because you know they went through Disney for to 100%. produce that, so they were like, we need yes. all the Mickey-shaped snacks for this spot, and Disney was like, of course, and they brought it brought all 40 some whatever she ate if you go to her instagram she posted like just a, a quick thing of like instagram versus reality and it was her being all pretty and interviewing because she does a great job with that and then the next one was reality of her being like oh my god they're playing this again and it's just me eating a bunch of mickey mouse ears <laughs> so it was just really cute it was yes. funny um she did it with poise and grace, and she did a great job. Because she's, the, somebody... she's the bravest person I know. Yeah, that's a good seven. That's a good seven. <laughs> All right, so moving on from our that segment, you know, one, three, five, seven. All right, I like it. Um, see how, how it lasts in future episodes. For sure. Some cheer news quickly before we dive into the meat of this episode. Do you want to start with the cheer news? Got, got to. So at the University of Kansas, they announced... Um, the same weekend of College Nationals, um, that they're adding an all-girl team to the program. So In addition to their co-ed team, they're going to add an all-girl team. That's so exciting! So typically, yes, there's a large co-ed team that KU has. First time in, what is that, 80 years, mm -hmm. it's going to be an addition of an all-girl team. Um, so hoping they compete and know it's you know never set in stone, never a guarantee for college teams. So no, it's hard with college teams too because there's more hands in the pot than um, than like a high school because mm -hmm. I know there's marketing gets involved, athletics is involved. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of other things that I don't I mean, even know are involved. And I've I've tweeted about this before, but I mean, if you're an athletic director and you see the news of this weekend. <clears throat> How stupid can you get to yeah. not fund your cheer and dance teams? I agree. Nobody, nobody cares in the public that it's not NCAA. Yeah, yeah. Like your team, Sacred Heart University, brought home a national championship. Right. That president, that athletic director, are stoked and are so surprised that they didn't believe in this before. Right. Because they're, they're going to get funded now. Exactly. They're not re those ads and stuff are not realizing the power of these headlines. Right. The power of it, of the school growth that it can occur. Mm -hmm. um, so you know we've seen it grow in the last five years alone. We'll see how it continues to grow. But well, we just talked about in the last episode about how we feel like there's definitely more all-girl programs mm -hmm. in the country than when even you and I were in college. Yeah. Because like, I mean, you're obviously a boy, so you're going for a co-ed team. But like for me, that was I kind of had like had to learn co-ed, yeah. and I had to make sure that I could. Um, do those different types of skills, mm -hmm. there's definitely more options for girls now. You don't have to go to college and be a co-ed to be. No. You can go to college and be an all-girl base, and there's a lot of good options out there for you Very to go much, check out. Yeah. I'm excited for KU. I hope that this all-girl pro... Part of that, what you're saying, well, part of that is the... Um, 
all the schools in Kansas are yeah. all girl. Yep. I mean, we've worked, you and I have worked countless camps across Kansas and maybe there's three boys there's out, a of, handful. out of 200 campers. Yep. Now it's, it's perfect for yeah. Kansas to add this because it is. there's, that's in state. It's the biggest school in the state in terms of popularity, branding, attendance, whatever you want to say, it, mm -hmm. it is. We're going to bore people to death with Kansas facts, but, um, <laughs> The no. state flower is the sunflower. It is really exciting for Kansas. And if I can put my opinion out there just to send good vibes into the universe, I hope that they can compete as soon as possible. I hope they're recruiting now. I hope they're finding oh, I'm sure, kids I'm that sure a are- a thousand girls filled out the- information form. I hope so, but you know, like our kids who are super competitive out here in Colorado, they're not even going to look twice until they know that they get to compete next mm -hmm. year. Kansas, let's go. Let's get that all-girl team. Rock chalk, baby, rock let's, chalk. Let's compete, let's get it out there. We're rooting for you guys. Um, Next. Wait, before we move on from the subject of Katie Trilling, we do have to highlight their appearance in the social media sphere earlier today following the brawl at the Kansas vs. K-State basketball game. These these guys just got thrown into this fight because this fight occurred literally right on top of where their KU cheerleaders sit during right. the game. And these guys just start fighting and literally the, the cheerleaders are just kind of stunned at first then they're just kind of like holding everybody back. I was so proud know. of those yell leaders and those boys that stood up and were like holding people back. One of them was holding back a cop. He oh was, lord. He well, didn't realize because he was just like it was chaos and the right. cop didn't care. But that's what the, the memes were, t were about was shout out to the K cheerleader holding back the cop. Yes. And so yes, I'm sure good. he's getting some laughs up in Lawrence but uh, you know that was chaos. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. That was wild. The KU K-State game is always very heated. All right. Now we can move on. Okay. <laughs> so next up is the Team USA all-girl and co-ed announcements of who made the mat. After college nationals, the next day is USA tryouts. So very exciting. Looks like a pretty good team from the maybe, you know, six names I recognize. Right. They always build a good routine. Always. Leroy, the coach of co-ed, and Tony, the coach of all-girl. Um, and now Nicole from the University of West Georgia yes. was added this year. That was an announcement in the fall. So final breaking cheer news is really not breaking, but cheer um, on Netflix is going to be on Ellen on Thursday. Yes. So that's exciting because I saw a little snippet, like a little Let sneak peek. Let me pull peek. that snippet up before you talk about it. Cool. And what's funny is right when it started going viral, mm -hmm. people on Twitter were like tweeting Ellen. Oh, yeah. Tweeting the producers. I think that's the, how it works. There's a hashtag of get cheer on Ellen. Mm -hmm. And so that's awesome that they're, they're going to be there. Once again, the internet wins. Internet stays undefeated. Yes. You are uh, Jerry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so they brought Jerry, Gabby Butler, and Ladarius. And Monica. Yeah. Let's go, Ellen! You got it! And then they perform. <laughs> they got the mats out. They only have four mats, but I wonder I wonder how much of their routine they did because this is last year's routine. That was right nine now, months ago. Well, I say right now it looks like they're just doing that ending pyramid, which a lot of the show focused on. Totally. 
so you know maybe with the focus on the ending pyramid maybe they're just doing a couple baskets before that a tumbling lexi probably tumbles before that probably so they probably just put together like a mini routine of last year's i'm excited that that's gonna be on ellen because how many people sit at home and watch ellen every single day it's more awesome positive exposure for our sport so i think it's great yeah i'm excited to hear what they talk about Probably just the show. I mean, it's Ellen. Just, it's yeah, the it's gonna stuff. be light and fun. It's the laugh, so. Um, so I'll be excited to watch that episode. That's cool. I'm be good. I'm pumped for that, and thank you, Twitter, for <coughs> making that happen. Yeah, let's dive into college nationals. Yeah, let's just get into. Um, but let's start with going over our predictions. That's where I was hoping we would start, because honestly, each day has become a bit of a blur. And if we go over each day, we'll be here forever. So Lauren and I both predicted for D1A, co-ed and all girl, both predicted Kentucky and Indiana. And boy, were we wrong. Was not their days for them. And I was devastated. I was devastated for Indiana. Indiana all girl, they had two, not just like pyramid falls where the tippies went up and fell off. They had two major pyramids that completely collapsed from, from the boy. top to the bottom. And that was heartbreaking. Yeah, like, that sucks to They're see. such a good team, and they're such a good team to watch. So, like, honestly, my heart broke for them. That sucks. That sucks. They're usually national champions. So, like, mm. my heart goes out to you, Indiana. I'm so sorry you had a bad day because you never want your bad day to be... Semifinals where you have to... You so, have that to just sucks. Live or die. Um, for, and for Kentucky... We saw their, they were one of the very few teams that their routine was posted the week before. I wish more teams would just put their stuff well, out there the funny week of. is after we released the episode and it started getting traction in the, the cheer circles, coaches started sending me their routines. Yeah. They are sending it to me. They were sending it to the marketer. So if you have routines and you want us to talk about them, if you want to build up cheerleading... Post your routines no matter what level of cheerleading you're at. Don't be afraid to post them. Right. What does it matter? I always say if somebody brings my exact routine, I I hope and I swear to you that my girls will perform it better. Yeah, it's all execution. Because it's about execution. You can have... It, cheerleading would be so boring if we had to all do the same routine. I don't want that. Right. But if we all had to, it would come down to who's going to perform it better. Mm -hmm. So post your yeah. routines. Post your skills. I get it early in the season, but as we get close to competition or in the midst of competition, post it. Don't be afraid, coaches. It was funny that as soon as we posted the um, college nationals, like almost like hype podcast or just going into college nationals, how many routines we got to see. Yeah. And it was nice to see it before. I wish we would have saw it before our predictions. Not that it would have changed anything, but it would have helped. To be 100%. like, you know, this is who, you know, whatever. We so, would have at least had an idea of the difficulty being thrown like across totally. a couple teams. Totally. Uh, but I will say, Kentucky didn't have their performance, so we were both wrong. Yeah. But I will say, when we did talk about predictions, I said, if Kentucky hits that routine, no one will beat them. Correct. They did not hit, so they were beatable. So right. I was right in that regard, but you were. on paper, I was incorrect. So for Sunday, we went 0 for 4. In our predictions. Yeah, yeah, for those for we Sunday, sure did. Yeah, we sure did. But congrats to UCF. That was the first time they won in 13 years. Congrats to UCF for bringing home, I guess I didn't know it's been that long since they won in 2007. Yep. Um, I, I was there. Yeah, I was not. 
Congrats to our good friend Ashley Draper, <gasps> getting her first win as a coach. Yeah, that's She girl. was on UCF and won as an athlete, so she got that win as a coach. Yes. So proud of our friend Ashley. That's awesome. She is also a cheer mom in the official sense of she's a cheer coach and a mom, just like Lauren, yeah. just like a bunch of our friends. Uh, I'm I'm super proud to know all of these these strong moms, these strong women. So I always have to celebrate that. Then go into our predictions from Saturday. So Okay, back D, up to Saturday. D1 small co-ed. There was a sniper in the building. That was in that was a wild division. People were just not Saturday in general was wild. So D1 small co-ed, you had Memphis and I mm, had Hofstra. Mm, mm. Oh right. Memphis mm, took it mm. home. I got one on the board with Memphis winning. You did. I lost I I lost. I did not predict that one. Correctly. It wasn't officer's day. No. It's okay. And then going into D1 co-ed, well, there's six for semis. Oh, yes. And then, and then they did the 50%. Yes. Three for finals. So I was correct again. Unfortunately, Wichita didn't have the best semi performance. No, so we didn't make Lauren, finals. Lauren did not get her. I cried. Did not get her team in there. Did not get her prediction correct. So Scott moved up to. Can we talk about Moorhead co-ed? Their routine was sick. Double ups, uh -huh. crispy. They had a triple up pyramid. Yeah, so in the second half. In the second half, they had a triple up pyramid. Exciting. The velocity on that so has got to be insane. Like, so that I was, can't imagine trying to catch it. That was so exciting to watch. Obviously, like we're both hyperventilating about wanting like to talk about it, but like they looked awesome. They looked so good, and they they had. A routine that never stopped it it just kept going and then going into D1 all grow West Georgia was both of our guesses yeah. and like we already talked about um, they they weren't perfect they were 99.5% perfect for mm -hmm. their routine but when you look at Sacred Heart who did win they were that 99.8%. They just had a little bobble in one of their elite stunt sections. They had a the same bobble University of West Georgia did in their finals routine. Mm -hmm. The only difference was the drop shoulder sit. But can we talk about University of West Georgia's routine? Yeah. So they start with a backhand spring up, and in the middle of the inversion, they flipper forwards mm -hmm. and hit it at the top. All five went. They all hit at the top. They looked Awesome. Yeah. Like, I want to have our girls try that after nationals. That's a pretty so sick that's inversion. That's for high school. But that was, that was so cool. That was, uh, that just caught your attention off the bat. And they do another inversion later. I think they do a front handspring, one and a half up. All hit at the top, bases absorbed, and then just stuck it. Like, mm -hmm. it was so good. Their pyramids, though. Oh my god, let's talk about their pyramids. They never stopped. Yeah. They never stopped. Like, they, they stacked added... bodies, and then they added more. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's they a had, sick pyramid. They had a lot of elements that just kept going. Like, as one came yes. down, the shoulder stand did something. Yes. As, um, at one point, they did that Swedish fall with the shoulder stack, the yes. candle, whatever it is. For D2 Coed, we were correct. Yeah, they West, brought it home. West Georgia Coed brought it home. Um, they had an awesome routine. They also used the flip flop, but differently. Mm -hmm. They did it, it up to so they back handspringed up and then they they flip flopped it up to I believe candle pyramids. Mm -hmm. So that was cool that both teams used it. So I kind of yeah. like that. They were like, "This is our skill. 
for everybody. Like this is our skill. They made their mark on the internet. I will say after the long weekend and you know, their people are just super passionate about how they feel things mm. should have landed regardless of how people feel. I love how the internet kind of rallied around University of West Georgia. And then lastly for our predictions going in, I was up three to one in prediction points. I picked Jones County and um, it was not Jones County's day for finals. No, Shelton took it, didn't they? Yep, Shelton took it. Um, Shelton brought it home again. They won their 13th at, Shel at Shelton. Okay. Very good. Congrats, Shelton. Yeah. 13th national title. That's so exciting. So our predictions ended up three points to two points. Pretty close. Yeah, I got there. And then, you know. I'll try to be better next year. Well, you know, we both should. For D2 small co-ed and open all-girl, you know, in the last episode, we didn't highlight those in our predictions because our recording messed up. But yeah. that is what it is. But um, we do need to give some love to both Drury. Yeah. Drury brought home their first ever national championship. First ever. And then mm -hmm. for Open All Girl, the College of New Jersey yes. won. Um, shout out to TCNJ. Yeah, that was awesome. Did you have anything from Saturday that was memorable or exciting at all? Not from Saturday, uh -huh. but from Friday. Like you mentioned earlier, Chip won mascot. Yeah. Um, that had its fair amount of coverage. Unfortunately, Partner Stunt does not get the coverage love. Yes, let's go into um, Partner Stunt. So Partner Stunt, um, all girl and co-ed. The, the main takeaway, it was great skills on display. Um, for the co-ed side, Keyshawn and Raven from Moorhead won. Was fantastic routine, very skilled. I don't think his feet moved more than an inch, or if at all. They looked um, awesome. So they, they were crushing it. But th that video went so viral immediately. Crowd uh, videos. On TikTok. Yes, on TikTok. It, um, I think Keyshawn's brother posted it. Awesome. The routine, and it, you know, 200,000 some likes mm -hmm. when I saw it. Um, on Twitter, it had like a million views. Mm -hmm. um, Kaylin from Kaylin Reacts, mm -hmm. um, who's now part of the Ellen Show, he tweeted, he was like, you know, why is Cheer not in the Olympics yet? And shared their video where they just went ham with this amazing partner center routine. So I thought that was really cool because once again, Cheer is dipping into that mainstream. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it usually always happens around the two college nationals. 100%. Sometimes ICU Worlds does, occasionally an all-star team does, but when we're talking, occasionally a high school team does specifically, mm -hmm. you know, regionally or locally, but if you're talking cheerleading, dipping into the mainstream, it always is college cheer. Yeah. A lot of people are forgetting that that is where cheer gets its growth from, mm -hmm. and we need to feed into that, and right. we need to support that, and support these weekends, and hype them up, and build them up, and. I think we contributed to that in a good way. We wanted to provide more cheerleading access to the world. And yeah. I, think that, I think that that's part of all of our duty as cheerleaders. And, and we're doing it in a positive way. We are not a company bashing podcast. <laughs> we are simply promoting the sport. Promotion of the sport is what we're about. That's all it is. But we saw a great reaction to it. That was my biggest mm -hmm. takeaway, is so many people reached out and they were like... Especially the spotters in the background. Their reactions throughout were hysterical. Oh my God. That's yeah. all I watched that entire TikTok was. I was just watching the 
the spotters in the back like, yeah. So, you know, just active fans participating. But the reactions, though, that we saw from cheer people, they were following up with us about the predictions, about the fill-in-your-own prediction sheet, and just saying, you know, we loved the fact that you were treating this like a sport. We loved the fact that you guys were just excited to talk about our sport, and people were really digging into that. We got um, an insane amount of love. An insane amount of love. So thank you to anybody who did interact and listen, participated. Because yeah, we appreciate it, you guys. Yeah, it helped. We're not trying to do anything but uh, lift up our sport. Okay, so you were talking harder son. Yeah, so talking that was mostly Friday. So um, Friday for me, I didn't have much from game day. You were a big fan of Purdue. Purdue had a good routine. Unfortunately, they weren't able to take it home. The University of Purdue. Purdue University. Purdue University looked awesome on game day. Yeah. Like, I was running through the living room, like, just kind of glancing at game day when I was doing whatever. And I looked up and watched Purdue, and I did not move. <laughs> they did such a good job at game day. So they did, like, their boiler spell out. Anytime they transitioned, they, like, cartwheeled over thighs, or they, like, rolled over and start off of somebody's back. Mm -hmm. Like, it was so fun to watch. I don't know why it didn't win. I, honorable mention, Purdue, you looked awesome at game day, so good job. Nice. I liked them. They looked great. Um, and then rolling into Saturday, my, really, the only thing, I mean, we've talked a lot about Saturday and the, the, you know, the hype, but the only thing I'm going to say is that cheer Twitter was alive and well wow. on Saturday from semis through to finals, through to awards, through to Sunday. Just, I mean, just the rollover of the excitement from Saturday was, it was bubbling up. Twitter was very passionate for cheerleading this weekend, and it, I mean, the tea was hot. We're here for cheer Twitter. Yes. I mean, we, you and I have always enjoyed Twitter. The Twitter tea was insane. That's what I was saying earlier, was University of West Georgia, like, the entire um, internet was, like, lifting them up. Like, hey, I know you didn't win, but you still had a great routine. Mm -hmm. Still, huge congratulations and no diss to Sacred Heart. Like, congratulations. You are national champions. That's epic. It was cool just to see the love mm -hmm. of them being, like, University of West Georgia, you they guys have, look they so have a great. They have a lot of fans. They do. I'm one of them. <laughs> like, that, that was really great. Something else from... Saturday D1A co-ed from semis Hawaii justice for Hawaii because their routine was clean they had overstretches they um, they had that pyramid those pyramids that tilted the, to build it, they they built up and then they fell all the way to the side did the caption contest on Insta loved it yeah. like it was very much a little old school with a lot of new school they were clean they went into finals, I think, sitting in 10th. Yeah, they were in the lower half. I was devastated. Like... Well, they made finals, though. They made finals. Hallelujah, they made finals. But justice for Hawaii, because they should have been sitting higher, and I think that would have given them more confidence in their finals routine. Who else did I absolutely love in semis? Well, from for me, the interesting fight of... You know, not a real fight, but... Um, from Saturday to Sunday was the D1A all girl. So OU was in the in the lead. We we saw that we were fortunate enough to see the score sheet. So we saw that OU was in the lead going into finals. 
And then we watched finals and both of us thought, you know, both OU and Alabama had great routines. They hit hard. We were talking to several people yeah. throughout the evening about both of them. Nobody could really put a pin on it. We felt like they were both up there. In I felt very of, passionately that OU took it home. Yeah. I thought I mean, OU won. Both of them did elite skills. I, mm -hmm. I haven't gone through and I don't know exactly, you know, tit for tat, but... They both threw hard skills. Mm -hmm. They both had solid execution. There was this perceived closeness, and then we saw the score sheet, and they weren't close at all. I know. The competition made it very clear that you're not going to win if you don't hit. 100%. So I just thought that was very interesting as far as like Sunday finals. Another little thing for Sunday finals, D1A co-ed, I felt like USF got robbed. For USF co-ed, co yeah. So I'm going to stand for USF co-ed because I definitely felt like they should have placed higher. Like, I, we were texting some people, and by the end of D1A co-ed finals, and we, thought and we felt won. very passionately that they won. I do think that they should not have placed as low as they did. I think yeah. they should have been a little bit higher. Agreed. But we, we were fairly correct in our predictions. Ohio State was in that top five. Kentucky, Alabama, we didn't mention UCF, unfortunately, for us, because mm -hmm. they went out and they crushed it both days. They mm -hmm. hit both days. Yes. And and so that's that's why they won. I mean, they were in the lead after day one for co-ed, and I then guess, they, they took it home. I just felt like USF should have been more in the conversation of top three. 100%. I mean, all of the finals performances were good. I was just so disappointed on Saturday, and I'm sure everybody was, at how many major drops we had. We didn't get to see CU make finals mm -hmm. in Indiana. We didn't get to see USF All-Girl make finals. Mm -hmm. When we saw their routine the week before, and they looked great. They were ready, they were clean, yeah. they were sharp, they were hitting at practices. Like, it's just, that is, um, that is the heartbreak of our sport. You practice for months and months and months to go out there and you get one chance to advance. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, it just, it's heartbreaking. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's how do you, of hitting. yeah, how do you recover from that? And I think if there's, if there's anything as a high school coach, we learned from UCA college nationals, it's execution. They were giving out deductions like candy. Like if you took two steps to the left in your partner stunt, like there was no like good job you fought and kept it, it in the air. Bobble, yeah. It was a minor bobble. Mm -hmm. If you walked an entire mat, it was a major bobble. Like they're going to be cutthroat and hearts are going but, to be broken at, at high school nationals. As I'm as somebody who wants more transparency and more official capacity of cheer scoring and deductions, I am all there for that. To have to define and say, if you slide within your mat or your line, a half a mat, a minor deduction. If you're coming over a lot, if your arm, if the foot comes within eye level, I'm, I'm making that one up. I don't know if that's a thing or not, how they judge a stunt bobble. But to me, I'm, I'm all for that because that separates good cheerleading from great cheerleading. A heartbreak. It's killer because yeah. when, as a coach, you see your teams and you know they can hit it perfect. That and like I all I just really appreciate a good fight. Mm -hmm. And like when we see a team fight and and finish and everything stayed in the air, 
So I see where you're coming from. So a, a thought that I had earlier, you know, looking at all the champions on the traditional competition side for college nationals, there are nine of them. Mm -hmm. Of the nine champions crowned, seven have won before. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that is, that goes to show it takes programs. It takes, you know, dedication from coaches and administrators. It takes recruiting. It doesn't just happen overnight. You can't just be a flash in the pan success. You can't be the Cinderella story of cheerleading. Um, it, it takes, it's a journey for your team. You gotta love an underdog. Mm -hmm. So, when it just goes to show for any new coach or any coach that's a couple years in, it's like if you if you feel like you're doing the right thing and you're seeing stick with it sticking you know seeing little bits of positivity definitely stick with it but don't get preachy preachy we don't need that no. nobody needs that and honestly nobody cares because nobody has the perfect recipe to win year after year after year in Kentucky and Indiana that are was... perfect examples those two programs I would say have the closest recipe to making sure that you are a national champion or, or another year. program Moorhead Cohen oh, all girl right I'm not gonna list all of them but they you know even them they weren't successful in both avenues. You know, it's it's tough to do that. It's tough to commit it to is. to a program being successful year after year after year. So, um, you know, Mark does great. Jomo, Tony, they're you know they're all fantastic coaches. So just wasn't there Saturday? Wasn't there Sunday? At the end of the day, those coaches can't go out there and do the routine for yep. them. Every year is a different group of kids. You have different groups. Yep. You have different athletes. You have different injuries, you have different sicknesses. Any other thoughts on <coughs> college nationals? I had thought about the signs, the sign work and stuff. Yes, do tell your thoughts. Okay, so we saw a lot of routines where we did, we, we did pyramids in the chair yep. and they would flip with a sign two and a half high. Uh -huh. For college teams to be able to do that, but you can't toss megs to each other because that's throwing a prop, a throwing a hard-edged prop. So this rule makes no sense to me and I'm a serious advocate for change and I hope it changes because if it doesn't, it's ugly cheerleading in my opinion. Well, the uh, alternative solution is next year we be like the national champions for college all girl and we start with our cheer because they took a solid eight count of time and but set their stuff down. That's they so much harder. They spirited even, I know. and then they started their routine. And maybe that's what helped Alabama all-girl win, because I think starting with the cheer is harder. But think about the makeup of that Alabama all-girl team. I bet it's 90% all-star kids. Hmm. It's, that's not hard to them. That's all those kids know. I think all high school coaches need to be ready for deductions at nationals. I think they're. I think they're gonna. I think UCA made a very big point this weekend of we're not messing around. So I think we just all need to be ready for that and not be shocked by it because I know there's gonna be a lot of um, passion. So I'm excited. I'm excited for high school nationals. It's gonna be an interesting weekend, and I think this weekend was a little glimpse into what that is going to look like. Anything else from college that was noteworthy? Yes. What. The University of Tennessee didn't do the Tennessee spell out. They oh, did, that was devastating. They did Vols, which is fine. They won game day. Clearly, yeah. they know more than I do. But my little cheer heart wanted to hear T E double N E 
double S, double E, Tennessee. And we got a vowel spell out. Now, don't get me wrong. The big vowels cut out. Mm, love yes. a good cut outside. We have them ourselves. They're my favorite. But I just love the traditional Tennessee spell out. Oh, I mean, out. it was like what I was missing. There was no Kentucky run. I mean, in finals, they in finals, we saw it more. We saw it for a glimpse. Mm -hmm. Maybe they fully. listened to our podcast and they're like, "Oh man, Scott and Lauren, they know everything." They're right. They we need the Kentucky wrong. This is where we need to put it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, nobody listened. It's fine. <laughs> I think that was all I had. Well, yeah. So high school should be interesting. Um, related to deductions, sign rule, just hits versus not hitting. People definitely tried to make it controversial at college. Um, I just wish they were transparent, but would publish the scores. I think Can't, I think it would stifle a lot of conversation. I think it would stifle a lot of controversy we, if they just said, these are the scores, this is what happened. We're standing by them. Yeah, you that's can, all they need to you, do. You can be upset. This is what, these are our national champions. These are the scores that our judges decided on. Deal with it. We'll see you guys next year. We do need to discuss that. There were so many score sheets, like, quote-unquote, leaked over the weekend, and that's kind of taboo. So for other people who mm -hmm. don't know cheerleading, like, I feel like they'd see score sheets, and they're like, oh, okay, that's the score sheet. But a lot of score sheets were released. And at the end of the day, it was just on the internet. The judges made their decision. UCA needs to stand by their decision. Which they always do. And that's great, they, yeah. as they should. I would love to see in the future finals, score sheets and deductions and full breakdowns just posted. Yeah. Why, I doubt, why do we I need doubt to hide we'll, them? I doubt we'll ever see breakdowns yeah. officially posted, but if they would post... Why are we hiding them? Because that's where they can be, that's where criticism can be applied and that's where um, fingers can be pointed to say it's wrong. Sure. So mm -hmm. I think if, if ever we'll get the total scores or we'll get raw deductions and then total mm -hmm. um, but i don't think we'll ever see the breakdown well we'll have high school nationals coming up and then then that's really when the all-star season gets into the thick of it so mm -hmm. hopefully we have some all-star guests coming on sharing their thoughts and opinions about the all-star season mm -hmm. um and uh, then we'll continue on so episode seven i think that's a wrap i'm i'm good cool with it Dogs, you good? You ready for this? Who live is us? Who lit is this? Who real is us? We too legit. We are M-A-R-K-T-H-U. Mark through. Podcast. Listen and learn. Watch and observe. Challenging us. They got some nerve. We great. You mad. Don't hate. Get to it. Don't wait. We do not hesitate. We doing what it takes. What we do. Mark through.